Today in Business from Wired. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Brash Investor Tries to Blow Up the IPO As His Partners Quit by Erin Griffith Chamath Palihapitiya, an early Facebook executive and outspoken presence in Silicon Valley, is unapologetic about his frustrations with the venture capital industry. There's too much money chasing deals, making it harder to generate strong returns. Too many VCs conflate luck with talent, and everyone who benefits from the current system is resistant to change. Technically, Pali Hapitia is a venture capitalist himself, but he aspires to be a master of the universe, as his firm, Social Capital, expands with separate funds for late-stage investing, debt, and public equities. Founded in 2011 to back early-stage startups, Social Capital now manages $1.8 billion worth of assets. It looks less like a traditional venture capital firm and more like a tech-focused private equity conglomerate. Pali Hapitia takes inspiration from Warren Buffett's model of investing in and acquiring companies for the long term. I want to fucking dominate this industry, he says, punctuating each word with a table pound. As it expands, social capital is losing core members of its initial team. Co-founder Mamoun Hamid abruptly left last month to join Kleiner Perkins, Caulfield & Byers, and now the third co-founder, Ted Maidenberg, also plans to leave the firm, according to people familiar with the matter. Maidenberg has no timeline for his departure, but will not participate in Social Capital's fourth early-stage venture capital fund, expected next year. The firm has deployed around two-thirds of its $600 million third early-stage fund, raised in 2015, according to a person familiar with the situation. Maidenberg plans to keep all of his board seats and continue to work with existing portfolio companies. Maidenberg and Hamid are early-stage investors who saw the firm moving away from its original mission, according to people familiar with the situation. Most firms prioritize the portfolio companies first, then the limited partners, and then the growing firm, one person familiar with the situation said. Maidenberg's departure will leave Pali Habitier as the sole founder of an increasingly diverse operation. According to Pali Habitier, Social Capital's model of investing in startups across every stage and asset class, quote, 
resets how this industry should work in a more rational way. End quote. Regarding the venture industry, he says, if we're really going to be part of the future, we need to mature and grow up. Well, beyond its expansion, Social Capital hopes to change how some companies go public with a novel solution, a Special Purpose Acquisition Vehicle, or SPAC. On Thursday, the firm raised $600 million in an IPO for its first such SPAC, dubbed Social Capital Hedosophia. This publicly traded shell company will use money it raised to acquire all or part of a privately held tech company, thereby taking the target company public. Most likely, the SPAC will acquire a minority stake in a company worth more than $600 million. It could buy 10% of a company worth $6 billion, for example. Paddy Hapitier and crew are hoping SPACs can save Silicon Valley's unicorns from IPO purgatory, where they're valued more highly as private companies than they likely will attain as public ones, and irritate bankers like Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley along the way. Nobody wants to fucking deal with Morgan and Goldman, Pally Hapitia says. You take the entire process out of the hands of bankers and you put it into the hands of technologists who understand the company. Social Capital is not doing this for free, though. The firm will charge 20% of the value of the deal to be paid in stock with a one-year lockup. The firm is calling this model IPO 2.0. Pally Hapitia is not the first to attempt a new way of going public. Google's Dutch auction in 2004 was regarded as a success, but few companies chose to repeat it. More recently, Spotify is reportedly planning to cut out investment banks entirely by listing its shares directly on NYSE. Tech executives often cite the IPO process as a reason to put off going public. They say it's a time-consuming distraction that forces them to glad-hand investors who set the price of the IPO but may sell the stock on the first day of trading. They hate mandated lockups that prevent employees from selling their stock for a period after an IPO, and they resent paying fees to investment banks for the whole miserable experience. To pull off a reverse merger, Pali Hapitia has recruited Tony Bates, former president of GoPro, and Adam Bain, the former COO of Twitter. Bain, who left Twitter last November, says the SPAC will not be a full-time gig for him. Having gone through Twitter's IPO, he sees an opportunity to fix the acute pain points in the traditional process, particularly the way an IPO distracts a company's management from running the business. If IPO 2.0 can help solve that problem, it could be a good answer to getting higher quality companies out, he says. A SPAC deal would take just 90 days to complete. With a shorter time frame and a streamlined process, venture investors would see a faster return on their investments. Startup employees could cash in on their stock sooner, and public market investors could get access to high-growth tech startups while they're still actually growing. There are challenges. Pali Hapitia and executives of the target company will have to agree on a price that both companies' investors will accept. He will need to ensure that any company the SPAC acquires is ready for the scrutiny of being public, with quarterly earnings reports and analyst coverage. If he can't strike a deal within two years, he must return the money to the SPAC's investors. 
Using an SPAC to buy a high-growth tech startup is unusual, but Pali Hapitia might be onto something. By mid-afternoon Thursday, fifteen highly-valued tech startups had called, expressing interest in a possible deal. He says, noting that SEC rules prevent the firm initiating deal talks until October one. Somebody has to fix this stuff, he says. I may as well go fix the fucking system. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.